Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life, one of the church's largest pro-life ministries. Welcome to our program where we pray together and delve into the scriptures. Let's go into the presence of God and feel free to leave your prayer intentions in the comments so that we can all pray very specifically for one another. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we ask you to bring us the power of your word We ask you to bring us the power of your spirit. We ask you to make us influence in the world for the kingdom. We are the body of Christ. We have received the spirit. We invoke the spirit upon the world that we need to change. And we take hold of the spirit and live in the spirit that we might have the salvation for which we long. We thank you for these gifts. We repent of our sins, Lord God. We stand ready to forgive others as they repent. And we stand ready to defend life, starting with, and most importantly, the most vulnerable, the children in the womb. Give us success in this effort. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading today is from the beginning of the first letter of St. Paul. To the Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for you, remembering you in our prayers, unceasingly calling to mind your work of faith and labor of love and endurance in hope of our Lord Jesus Christ before our God and Father. Knowing, brothers and sisters, loved by God, how you were chosen. For our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. You know what sort of people we were among you for your sake. In every place, your faith in God has gone forth so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves openly declare about us what sort of reception we had among you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to await his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, delivers us from the coming wrath. Reminds me of a React video I did just the other day that hopefully you saw on my social media platforms reacting to a pastor who was defending abortion in her sermon, had a stole that had Planned Parenthood on it. And one of the things she said, one of the many deceptive things she said, one of the many lies this false prophet told was that the pro-life message, as proclaimed in the churches and out on the streets, is one of just invoking God's wrath. She said nothing about invoking God's mercy on the unborn child, the helpless child, to save the child, or His mercy on those who have had abortions and repented. Nothing about the fact that the gospel we proclaim is what Paul just said right here. 
a gospel about being delivered from the wrath of God. It's a gospel of salvation. It's a gospel of life, not a gospel of punishment. But no, these people can't handle that because they are anti-gospel, anti-life, anti-mercy. There's nothing more anti-mercy than the pro-abortion movement. Nothing. Justifying the killing of a child it's, it's, and, 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 and the hurting and maiming for life of that mother. Okay, so we know what our gospel is about. The point I want to bring across here from this first reading is what Paul says about the gospel coming not just in word. This is not just a matter of words. As we always say, our faith is not just about concepts or even just good lessons taken from the life of Jesus. It's not just about that. It's about power. Paul says this word, this gospel came to you in power. What is he talking about? Well, a few lines after that, he makes it clear. You, the ones who received this gospel in power, you turned to God from idols. The power of the gospel, and it's got to be preached with conviction. It's the other angle of this is so often it's not. It says, oh, it's as if the preacher is saying, oh, friends, well, here's what the gospel says, and you can take it or leave it, or, you know, it changes over time. No, this is not about take it or leave it. It's preached with conviction that this is the truth, and that this is the truth, and this is what brings us back to the power. This is the truth that saves us. You will know the truth, Jesus said. All right, that's one thing. You can know the truth with words. But then he says, and the truth will set you free. It's power that changes our lives. That The shackles fall off. This is why when the, when the apostles were preaching the gospel, you read in the, in the Acts of the Apostles, after Pentecost, to go out and preach the gospel with power. When they were told not to preach it, and they were arrested in prison, the shackles fell off their ankles and wrists, and the angel led them out of the prison and then told them, keep on preaching. Those shackles falling off are a, are a symbol of what happens in our lives when the gospel comes to us and is both preached and received in power. We turn from idols. We are enslaved to idols. Jesus said everyone who sins is the slave of sin. You don't flirt with sin. You don't flirt with the devil. You sin, you're a slave of sin. And the Son, Jesus, comes to set you free. So the gospel coming in power means people are going to change. And habits of sin are, 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 are broken, are shattered. The person says, I was delivered from this addiction. I was delivered from this sexual perversion. I was delivered from this false worship. I was delivered from uh, uh, the mindset of the world, the greed, for the lust for power, uh, the, the support of abortion. I was wrong. The power of metanoia, changing of the mind, enlightening of the eyes, 
revival of the Spirit. I was set free from my, my despair, from my unforgiveness. It was a shackle holding me down for years, for decades. People who are alienated from one another, all of a sudden finding the power to forgive, the power to love. People who were greedy, finding the power to start giving of their goods, of their services, of their time. The power of the gospel to transform. You know, at the end of Mark's gospel, of course, the end of, of the various gospels gives the great commission. Jesus tells his, his apostles, go forth and preach this word. And Mark's gospel tells us, and so they did. And the, and the Lord worked through them, accompanying the word with mighty signs. Signs and wonders. The miracles are not simply to amaze people. The miracles that are done in the preaching of the gospel, the miracles that were done by Jesus, by the apostles, by the saints throughout the ages are a sign of the miracle of power in the gospel to the life of each and every person. That's why we don't have to go seeking after miracles. We've got the miracle is the gospel itself. It's the power of the gospel to transform us is the miracle given for everybody. The physical miracle, somebody raises someone from the dead or heals someone, those are just pointers. That's why they're more rare. That's why you can't expect it to happen to everybody. That's why Jesus didn't, he raised Lazarus, he raised a couple of other people in his earthly ministry. He didn't go to the cemeteries and raise them all. That'll happen on the last day. Because he was raising them, he didn't go to every wedding feast and turn the water into wine. He did it at one because that was a sign, that was a pointer to the fact that if you accept his truth, that truth will work a miracle in your life and set you free from your sins and the great miracle that it will set us all free from the grave. Death doesn't have the last word. And that power not only transforms our own lives so that we're set free from the shackles of sin, it gives us the ability to change the world. And so we who are fighting abortion in this pro-life movement, we are strong and confident. We are going forward and saying the abortion industry has no power that can match the power of the gospel. It has, in fact, already been defeated by the resurrection of Christ who has abolished death, as Paul said to Timothy, and revealed life and immortality. So brothers and sisters, let this power give you confidence in proclaiming the word. Never lose confidence in the word. The power of that word transmitted by you as parents to your children will work miracles in those children's lives. The power of that word preached by you who are clergy or teachers of, of, of religious education or whatever mode you have at your disposal to preach the gospel. Have confidence that that word has the power to change the people who receive it. Receive it with openness. Receive it with a willing heart. It has power. Believe that it has power to change the elected officials who are pursuing a path of death, abortion, destruction, who hate our country. Believe the power of the word that we can take this country back. It's got to be proclaimed in power in the Holy Spirit, and with much conviction. Because those are the only things that adequately 
reveal what the gospel is in the first place. The Word of God is living and active, as the letter to the Hebrews tells us. It does not return to God empty and void, as the prophet Isaiah tells us. It accomplishes the end for which it was sent. It will conquer falsehood with truth, death with life, sin with grace, and it will raise the dead. Thank God for the power of His gospel. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that we are believers in this word. We have received it as the Thessalonians did in power, conviction, and the Holy Spirit. Renew these gifts within us. And Lord, especially for those of us that are fighting the evil of abortion, renew the confidence of this great movement that yes, indeed, we can overcome the lies Yes, indeed, we can overcome the murder that is happening daily in this holocaust of the youngest children. Deliver us, Lord God, from all doubt, discouragement, or despair. They have no place in the mind and heart of a Christian. Bless us now as we intercede for one another. Let the shackles be broken in the lives of all those who are listening to us now indicating their prayer intentions or lifting up their hearts to you in the, in the silence and privacy of their own souls. Lord, any shackles of unforgiveness, alienation, doubt, shackles that loved ones might have who have strayed from the faith, shackles, Lord God, of doubt or confusion or long-standing habits of sin, set your people free. We pray right now. We invoke that Holy Spirit right now. Answer the prayers. See the needs. Set free the captives because that's, Lord God, what you told us. What you told us you came to do. And we sum up all our prayers <clears throat> in the words Jesus gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray to our Heavenly Mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks, friends, for joining me. Join me each day on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms, FR Frank Pavone. And please consider supporting our work. You can do so financially at ProLifeGift.org. We rely only on people like you. ProLifeGift.org. You can call our office, 321 501,000. Easy number to remember. 501,000. Area code 321. And ask us how you can be of assistance. Visit our main website, endabortion.us. And we will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.